You're listening to Meet the RIA. In this special podcast edition of the show, you'll get expert insights from some of the top registered investment advisors in the country. Here's your host, Jenna Dagenhart, and today's special guest, Peter Malouk, president of Creative Planning. This podcast was recorded in April of 2020. Peter, thanks for being with us. Good to be with you, Jenna. So, Peter, what's your message to clients right now, and how are you communicating with them in this new virtual environment that we're living in? Well, I mean, as far as communicating with them, we've always sent them newsletters and we've always had podcasts where we keep them up to date on all sorts of things, whether it's legal, tax, investments, or planning. On top of that, we layered in uh, presentations around the CARES Act, the stimulus bill, all the things the government is doing. We break it down in detail and walk the clients through how it impacts them. And then we've done some videos as well. So we're really trying to stay in front of them, keep them educated and informed uh, so that they can make really good decisions and and uh, stay engaged with the strategy overall. Uh, we're te- we're ma- basically making them aware of what the volatility is all about, and everything is about the coronavirus. So all the other news really doesn't matter. Like if you hear something that's really derivative of coronavirus, if you hear oh unemployment's going to be fifteen percent, that really means coronavirus is the reason that unemployment's fifteen percent. And so we walked them through why. One day the market can be up 7%, the next day it can be down 4% because it's repricing all the new news it gets about COVID-19. So for example, we get news news that uh, hydrochloricin works based on the tests they're doing in France, the market's gonna go up thousands of points the second it receives that news. And if we get news that uh, some vaccines that they thought were gonna come online in a year, turns out they don't work at all, the market's gonna go down a few thousand points because it's basically taking that news saying how long is this gonna go and then measuring what the negative impact to the economy is gonna be. And when you really can see that into the future, you understand that the market is not as irrational as it seems as it's getting little bits of information every day. And I'm sure another question that you've been getting, Peter, is how is it that small businesses can be failing while stocks are going up? So I think there's a big disconnect between Main Street and Wall Street. So sometimes they're tied together and sometimes they're not. So if you have a a typical market pullback, and I wouldn't characterize this as typical, but it's certainly a pullback. Anytime that there's a recession or economic harm, it tends to hurt the person that's struggling the most. So for example, when we come out of this, there are going to be restaurants, but there's a group of restaurants that were going to fail anyway, and now they are definitely gonna fail. There are a group of restaurants that were struggling, and those will survive if this ends soon, and they won't survive if it goes a long time, but McDonald's and Chipotle are not going anywhere, right? So if you think about it from a McDonald's and Chipotle standpoint, um, if if this is a short-lived deal, then they lose some competition, they gain more market share, uh, and ever, a lot of people are still employed to go buy food at McDonald's and Chipotle. And so you kind of see that across all industries. Walmart, Costco, Amazon, they're not going anywhere. They're going to take share from all the retailers that are are gonna fail in this type of environment. Now, Main Street and Wall Street become correlated if this, if this becomes very economically severe. So 52% of all jobs are for small businesses. If this goes on for a year, a lot of those small businesses are gonna fail. We're gonna have real sustained unemployment. And that means less people are spending money anywhere, you know, whether it's at Costco and Amazon or McDonald's or Chipotle. So they become correlated in the long run, but in the short run, there is a pretty big disconnect between, between those two things. And that has implications for investors because investors tend to see what's going on at their job or with their work, their work if they're a small business, but that's pretty disconnected from the investments you may own in your portfolio, at least over the short run. 
And what we like to call small cap stocks aren't necessarily always small businesses. That's right. If you're a publicly traded small cap, you're still way, way bigger uh, by 100, 200 fold than the typical small business, even mid-sized business in the United States. And Peter, I think it's safe to say that no one can call the market timing to a T, not even Warren Buffett, any billionaires out there. That being said, you know, what are some bear market strategies? And do you think that the current environment presents any buying opportunities? Well, I think if you look at uh, the opportunity to rebalance, some people rebalance at the end of a quarter or the end of a year. Some people never rebalance. But if you're taking advantage of doing it when the opportunity presents itself, you're going to pull up the break-even date of your portfolio. So really being active with when you rebalance is a positive. Being very active about tax harvesting. Instead of waiting till the end of the year, the fourth quarter, to do tax harvesting, the time to do it is now. When you have some positions that are down, and swap those for similar but not the same positions and put that loss on your tax return. You can't lose on an after-tax basis placing trades like that. So trying to be aggressive and not miss the opportunities is a positive. I know you can see some people uh, in the in bear markets try to take advantage of things and they make some mistakes. So some examples of that would be some people start to buy three or four stocks. They think they're getting diversified, but they're all really tied to the same thing. Like they might own a hotel stock and an airline stock and a cruise line stock because they're all depressed. They have to come back someday, they're, they're saying to themselves, but they're really all tied to the same deal. And so if one goes sideways or goes wrong, that, that's what's gonna happen with all of them. That's a, a pretty big mistake we see some people make as they try to take advantage. Well, Peter, thank you so much for your time. Really great to have you. Great to be with you, Jenna. Thanks a lot. Thank you for tuning in to Meet the RIA. Be sure to visit AssetTV.com, your source for financial news and information. And check out our other episodes of Meet the RIA. This is Asset TV.